0: Hello and welcome to another week of Along for the Ride, your Leicester Riders podcast with myself, Greg, alongside Mark, as always. Good morning, Mark. Yes, it's morning time, isn't it, when we're doing this podcast? It's the uh, the day after, the night before. Yeah, I mean, that's always true, but specifically the night before was the uh, BBL Cup semi-final, which we'll come on to talk about later. We will. Uh, and I guess that's that the general
1: theme for today's podcast is semi-finals
0: yeah semi-finals all around us um the most wonderful time of the year is not christmas it's it's semi-final season semi-final season yeah so um
1: i guess um it, it is christmas really isn't it
0: it is definitely christmas And what
1: do we always associate with christmas
0: well, obviously, it's part of the king city we we uh that wear the crowns on Christmas day out of the crackers,
1: absolutely King City, the King City, of yes. course, yes, seems to be getting some traction now on Twitter, I think
0: yeah, absolutely, Richard is fully behind us at this point. <laughs> 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 Richard of the Riders, there Richard, we go. King Richard King, of the Riders. King Richard of the Riders, the riders yes. Yeah, R-O-R, he's the raw behind the Riders. That's right. I know that's yeah. not how you spell raw, but give me some license. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, um, it's been a fantastic week for Riders so far. I say so far because there's a lot coming up. And yeah, there's a lot yeah. coming up in today's episode of the podcast. Yes. We know it's the semi-final special, we know it's Christmas, but just before we touch on those points, the week... Started for the riders on Friday with a trip to the Northeast. Riders taking Yaman, the... and Hawaii, the lads. Riders took the win, ninety-one eighty-seven in a hard-fought game on the Eagles' floor at the Virtue Motors Arena. And I think the game probably will probably be known
1: as Walsh's game. Walsh's game, yeah, because as we know, sickness had crept into the camp. That naughty, naughty sickness creeping in, yeah, and infected people,
0: and we was without. The great Nimble Kimball. Yeah, Nimble Kimball didn't make the journey. Obviously, we knew Connor's back is still a problem. Um, so it gave minutes to Evan Walsh and by. I don't want to say, uh, yeah, um, by Lord, he, he grabbed that with both hands. He did. Um, and he, uh, sort of, yeah, took, took full advantage of it. Um, obviously wasn't alone in playing well. Um, Pat Whelan top scored. Zach Jackson had a game, but yeah, Evan Walsh, real breakout game for Evan. So look forward to seeing the continuation of that contribution from Evan. But after our brief stop in Newcastle, it wasn't brief getting there. Let me tell you, um, three hours stuck outside Sheffield uh, for the guys, which Rob will talk about yes, soon. Yes. Um, it is semi-final week. It's Christmas, um, so we're feeling good in the King City.
1: Yeah, we are, and and because it's, um, I know it's semi. We've kind of labelled it as a semi-final edition. It is all, you know, it's it's our Christmas episode. Yeah, um, still not organised that uh, podcast um, Christmas meal that the anywhere. Uh, and have you got your Christmas, secret Christmas Santa bought?
0: Yeah, well, yes and no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I've uh, actually uh, organised you all-expenses trip Two. to Casadel Birmingham on the 29th of January. <laughs> there you go. We'll have a Sunday in, in Birmingham. As we know, more canals than Venice as we know okay so let's
1: let's um let's just um, flip back a couple of things really um, so as part of the 12 days of Christmas I think on the last edition of the podcast we set uh, one, of the, one of the questions uh, that we invited supporters to answer uh, on Twitter uh, in order an opportunity to win a signed a riders basketball Yeah, uh, and there was a winner I understand so uh, and the winner was quick shout out for Ian Turner well done Ian
0: yeah well congratulations Ian um, hopefully you, you, were, you were at the game yesterday you were able to collect your prize but if not it's waiting at the Morning Sign Arena for your collection yes. as part of the 12 days of Christmas and they're continuing on riders socials so make sure you stay locked into them at riders ball lots of opportunity to interact with the riders and win yourself some fantastic prizes I think I saw yesterday you could win four tickets to the Surrey game so some real good prizes on offer
1: yeah um, in relation to our little question, and the answer to the, of course, I don't know if I've mentioned that, was golf. Golf. Kimball has some ideas, beliefs that he's a, he's a golfer. Yeah. As well as a hooper. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, anybody who's watched the BBL show uh, where Kimball gets an opportunity to demonstrate in golf skills, not sure it's well supported by the evidence. And if you've not <laughs> not looked at that, check the BBL show out uh, that it features um, Kimball.
0: Yeah, so obviously uh, Kimball's a smart man. They say a lot of business meetings are done on the golf course. So maybe he's just lining himself up for maybe. a, a yeah. career in business post-basketball. It. I guess I guess the other thing is that
1: I, I wanted to briefly mention people kind of gave their answers, a number of people, supporters who put their answers as, as being golf, in the Twitter site. So thank you for everybody who did that. But I, I did notice something. uh One of the supporters known to well-known to us, Jackie R. Jackie R. Okay. She put in, I'm, I'm going to, let me just get up a, a kind of a, a response that she put up on Twitter. Here it is. And it, and it just, it just slightly made me a bit anxious. Okay. And a little bit anxious. She, so what she posted was, I listened to the episode at 24,000 feet. That's pretty high. Emoji airplane. Yeah. So I wasn't allowed to apply earlier. Now, i a couple of the comments as well. But, I got to thinking, is Jackie R secretly an airline pilot? And and so, I, I mean, that suggests that, that, that yeah. that's what she is, that's her yeah. job. And I was just a bit anxious and nervous that, um, you know, if I'm boarding a plane, going mm. to Costa del Benidorm with Pablo. Yeah. Um, Pablo keeps reaching out to me, wanting to take me on Spanish holiday. Yeah. And you see Jackie Reeves in a, or Jackie R in a, sorry, in a kind of pilot. Uniform, yeah. Should it be a bit nervous if, if she's listening to, to our podcast when she should be concentrating on piloting
0: the airplane? Yeah, well, all, all we can hope for is that is a strong autopilot system or a very competent co-pilot. Okay, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, yeah
1: yeah yeah because when when you're a pilot a plane it's a big responsibility and you've really got to re, you know check your mirrors your yeah. wing mirrors and and whatever look what's behind you etc haven't you i've got it right haven't i
0: yeah well they have wings i'm not sure they have wing mirrors in planes but okay. um, i can only assume if she if she's not concentrating and listening to the podcast that she flies for right there so yeah. fair play to her
1: <laughs> yeah uh, okay, so shout out to Jackie and, and thanks for everybody who ent- entered that competition. So again, we we're talking um, um, Christmas, partly a Christmas edition, and we're trying to how could we kind of embody the traditional some aspects of tradition of Christmas. We can't we can't you know give out chocolates via a podcast right. or anything like that, or send Christmas cards via a podcast. Right. And I was thinking, what's what's the tradition of when you're sitting down for your Christmas deal? Deal. meal on the 25th what sort of things do you do you have your turkey obviously in the king city we wear the crowns wear the crowns but where do the crowns come from where do they come from i mean on most tables they're going to have christmas crackers yeah and on christmas crackers you pull them and uh, what's what's within it apart from the crowns normally a a a, a cheap toy um yeah and a terrible Christmas joke. A terrible Christmas joke. So we kind of had the thought, the idea. That, yeah, you know, that's one thing we could share with the couple of people that listen to our podcast. So there'd be a se- So we we kind of thought there's a there's a series of Christmas cracker jokes that we're going to weave into this podcast so listen out for them and um should we just play play one of the first one out we've got a number of them yeah we'll get the first one in now just just to kind of give an example of of, of what we mean and of course we will also have to trail we've got we've got five christmas cracker jokes to pull uh, and the final one is uh, from a surprise guest,
0: yeah, a VVIP,
1: a VVIP. So we're going to trail that and listen out of that right at the end or towards the end of today's show. But let's let's pull our first cracker to now.
2: I'm Jabril Koye of the Leicester Riders, and here is your Christmas cracker joke. What do you call an old snowman? Water.
0: So our first terrible joke out of the way. Well,
1: cracker being pulled, yeah.
0: Yeah, first cracker being pulled, that's yeah. what I meant to say.
1: And I like, I like that one
0: from Jabril, because he, he goes the extra yard. You know, he goes it. Uh, yeah, he does his own little drum. Yeah. His drum. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, it's, we know it's semi-final season, so I'm going to set the scene. Go on. It's it's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's raining. It's raining a lot. <laughs> um, both myself and yourself travelled up to Loughborough University. We did. We've been threatening to do so for a while. Yeah, but we keep saying, please don't come, please don't come, stay away. <laughs> um, but no, we travelled up on Sunday um, to Loughborough University for the first of our two cup semi-finals the first one being the WBBL Cup semi-final, as the Leicester Riders women took on the Essex Rebels to to earn a right, or to hopefully earn the right, put a bit of jeopardy on it, um, to, to play at Birmingham in the, uh, well I know it's at the NIA Arena, whatever the sponsorship is this week. Utility. Um, Utilita yeah. Arena. So to earn the right there to be part of the first showpiece event of the season. The riders women took on the Essex Rebels, and pre-game you spoke to Krumesh Patel, Coach Krumesh.
1: Yeah, I spoke to Krumesh Patel. Uh, it's great to have a conversation with him. Looking forward to the game, and I'm just going to quickly jump in some of this audio. I have to apologise for I sound it sounds like I sound a little bit like um, a Dalek, uh, and there's a little bit of distortion, which is you know my fault, uh, but hopefully it's, it's good enough.
2: Yeah,
0: well, obviously they've just changed the doctor, so you're just doing your addition to get yeah. into the beloved show.
1: Yeah, okay. So let's let's listen to Krumesh's pre-game thoughts. So I'm up at Loughborough on a wet Sunday afternoon. Um, come up to cover, have some discussion about the women's WBBL team and head coach Krumesh Patel. How are you doing, Krumesh? Now you're thinking about tonight's game.
3: No, feeling good. We're in a good place. The girls have been excellent in the last six weeks. Um, but it's a semi-final. That, all that means nothing when the ball goes thrown up. So as long as the girls are in control and, and their nerves are calm, everything's going to be okay. If not, you know, it could be a, a different kind of game. But I'm expecting Essex to be roaring and right firing. You know, we played the first game of the season, so anything can happen in a cup semi-final. So no, we're be- best prepared as we can be. Now it's over to the girls on the floor.
1: I noticed Essex played last night at Sheffield and lost. Do you think that makes a a difference in terms of um, how they're feeling about themselves?
3: I, you know, people say multiple ways. I think that game helps Essex. I think now they're going into it, nothing to lose, only something to game. You know, they weren't overthinking it. They weren't waiting around for the game. They played a game and they pushed Sheffield. You know, they could have won that game. So they're coming in here, being like, oh, if we make a couple of changes, we play the same way, we can take riders. So I think that game actually might have helped them. Maybe tie legs is what people are thinking. But psychologically, they might be like, actually, we're ready for this. couple of shots here, a couple of plays here. Riders haven't played and they can take us. So it could work in their favour.
1: So what's been your emphasis in training leading up to this cup semi-final in terms of what you're wanting your ladies to do really well?
3: We need to lock in defensively. We've been excellent this year, so we've got to make sure we're in the right areas, knowing where their shoes are. Nothing easy for Sune. She's been dominant in the low post area, so we've got good bodies for that. And then making sure we're clinical on the offensive end. We want to take good shots, you know. Um, And if we can limit their open threes and transition game, we're going to be in a good position. But we're practising really hard in the basics over the last three weeks. They've been excellent with it, but now it's game time to see if we can apply in a game.
1: Okay, so it's cup semi-final and hopefully if you were to win it, it means you go to Birmingham in the cup semi-final. Some symmetry with the men's team also facing their cup semi-final on Wednesday night. Both teams are likely, I don't want to get ahead of myself, likely to be looking at the London Lions teams, both WBBL and men's team. But if we talk about the women's WBL team, London Lions, what's impressed you about them this season?
3: They've got a great roster with a great coaching staff. You know, they're versatile in multiple positions, one through twelve. You know, they got leaders on the floor, you know, from the point guard position to the wing big positions. They got Kennedy Leonard leading the team, got Holly Winterman who can score. Kiku can play the three, four, then Azania in the low post, like multiple weapons all across it. So they're a good organization right now, you know, with a good roster, with coaching staff like Mark Clark, who's been around and done a good great job with them. So we're excited, you know, to have the opportunity if we get there, but we're not looking ahead of ourselves, we've not even talked About London ones we need to make sure we respect Essex and Essex is a bogey team you know we could easily lose to them so we're really excited to just try to get this one over before we think anything further.
1: So in relation to the women's Leicester Riders team who are the star standout players for your team?
3: Depends who you, how you want to see we play a very good team basketball without the, the roster we struggle the way we're playing we share the ball we have multiple people buying on the defensive end none of not all of it comes up on the stat sheets you know but defensively, everyone's locking in. So I've got to value the whole team with that. Yeah, you see the scoring with Ashley and Aliana. But actually, with where the, where the way defending defending Hannah is and Mackenzie is, how Kirstie Brown is defending and rebounding, pitching in. Fiona comes in and makes a few six or eight points right here. Beth can knock down the three. Our, our roster is versatile, you know. So it's, it's easy to look at stats and be like the leading scorers are who they are. But actually, the team allow us to be successful because they buy into the, how we're playing and how we're running the floor
1: just a couple of things i noticed sat talking to you where's the uh, special jumper t- for tonight um, kumash
3: it's coming out right now so literally after my pre-game talk with the girls i'll go get changed and I, it's a big special one for everyone it's i think it's one of my best ones that's what i say so the pressure's on me now but no it's been a fun little situation for me i like doing something different and i think the girls see it in the sense of it eases them they see that okay what is he going to do and it sh- that gives them the sense of calmness that i'm calm they're calm that's the logic behind it whether it works or not i don't know but i think i've got a I think you'll like it Mark
1: Okay so I'm looking forward to seeing that so best of luck for tonight's game and hopefully win or lose we'll catch you at the end for your comments about how the game's gone
0: Definitely so that was the thoughts of Krumesh pre-game, I think uh, offering respect to his opponent but confident in his own side um, that they could go and get the job done. We fast forward a little bit, it's been a real tight affair during the first half, both teams sort of battling it out and, and it had that 10th semi-final um, sort of vibe going on, uh, Riders trying to pull away, not able to. Essex throwing some sort of body shots of their own. And at the half, we had a real tight two-point game. Riders leading, but only 39-37. Yes. And at the half, you'd spotted a familiar face. Yeah, as we know, you know a lot of the uh,
1: the men's um, riders team do get up to Loughborough. And they're based in Loughborough, they live in Loughborough. So, do support the women's team. Uh, and I spotted, there was a number of players there, but I, I quickly um, asked Pat, Pat William if he'd have a quick chat. About half time uh, views, so I took the opportunity to to grab him. Oh, do you know what, Mark? I'm feeling what?
0: festive. Go on then. So uh, after we speak to Pat, let's put another cracker. Okay, let's let's listen to Pat and then a cracker, then a cracker. That's a plan.
1: So I'm here with Pat Wheeling up at Loughborough, watching the the women WBBL team uh, taking on the Essex. Uh, rebels how are you enjoying it and what do you think of the first half bat
2: yeah obviously i think essex are a little bit more of a tricky team than they've had to deal with in in the last uh, last few weeks so um but i'm always i'm always here for good basketball and and you know it's been a good game so far yeah
1: so talk to me a little bit about uh, i understand mrs wheeling plays a little bit of basketball
2: yeah yeah so she's uh we met in college she was on the women's basketball team um, and, yeah, she's uh, she's on the squad for for the Riders uh, WBBL team. You know, she's played uh, a couple games here and there. So, yeah, she's uh, she's uh, definitely a baller, yeah.
1: Who's the best player in the wheeling house, though, then?
2: Uh That would be my mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither of us. Neither of us. Me and my brother. No, none of us. Definitely my mum.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Probably. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it's your mum. Yeah. Um, just quickly, if I can, quick comment about the game up at Newcastle on Friday. Top scorer?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a tough game for us. Um, missing a lot of players, a lot of sickness going through the team right now. Hopefully, we'll be healthy for the for the big game against Glasgow. So, um, so yeah, no tough game. Just happy to come out of there with a win, to be honest. Yeah.
1: And what speak to me a little bit about Evan Walsh's performance on Friday?
2: Yeah, I mean, we I, we've all we've all known what kind of player Evan Walsh is. You know, he cooks us in practice every day. So, um, so yeah, glad he got his opportunity and glad he took took uh, took it with both hands and made the most of it.
1: So just to briefly finish off, uh, who are you going for for tonight's game um, and game to Birmingham? Um, riders or Rebels? Yeah,
2: I think it's got to be Riders all the way, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's, my, uh, that's, that's all I've got to say about that one.
1: <laughs> okay, best of luck for Wednesday night, Pat. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. Cheers. Appreciate
2: it, thank you. Hi, I'm Blake Bowman of the Leicester Riders. Here is your Christmas cracker joke. What happened to the burglar who robbed an advent calendar factory? He got 25 days. So,
0: obviously, uh, Patrick back in the Riders' women to get it done in the second half. And also interesting to find out. Although, I think we already knew that his mum was the best player in the Whelan family. An international player herself, of course. She was, yeah. Um, so, shout out to Patrick's mum. The half moved on, as basketball and time always does, um, and in particular a very strong fourth quarter performance by our ladies, yes. um, winning that quarter uh, like twenty-four to twelve. Storming finish, storming finish, really, and it felt a game that wasn't comfortable, almost felt comfortable towards the end. The riders women taking a fantastic win, eighty-three sixty-nine, sealing their ticket to Birmingham for the WBBL Cup Final, as we've said before, 29th of January in Birmingham at the Utilita Arena, um, led by 18 points from Hannah Robb, 13 and 6, I think, from Ashley Arlen. And after the game, you spoke to a couple of players, you spoke to Hannah, you spoke to Ashley, and of course, Coach Krumesh. Um, coach Krumesh, even, not Coach. Uh, Krumesh. And you know what? While you're speaking to them, I'm feeling super festive, super celebratory. I think I've said that right. Let's pull another cracker, okay? Let's do it. Anna Rob,
1: just watched you go through to the national cup final at Birmingham. How are you feeling?
2: I feel really excited. I feel great. Um, it was a gritty and a huge team win for us. So super excited that we were able to push through and get our spot in Birmingham.
1: Absolutely led the team in scoring eighteen points. What enabled you to to do that tonight?
2: huge credit to my team
4: you know we work really well together i wouldn't be able to get my shots without them so yeah massive shout out to my teammates
1: thoughts about the london would fi- be final against the lions thoughts about that
4: i mean i think it'll be a huge advert for the wbl london Lion are the top team um, so you want to play the best and you want to prove yourself against the best so i think it's a great opportunity for us to show how far we've come as a team and how far we can still go
1: great well done anna congratulations
2: thank you very much
1: so Ashley, 13 points, 16 boards, 4 assists, you're in the cup final.
2: I know, I'm
4: super excited, that was such a good win, um, and I think everybody stepped up, you know, it was a great team win.
1: Absolutely, um, so what enabled you to perform at such a high kind of click tonight?
4: Um, I think, uh, well we had 3 weeks off and then we played Nottingham last weekend, and that was... Um, a blowout I guess you'd say and so we were kind of ready for like a really good game um, so we all came together we've been par- trying and practicing really really hard um, yeah we were just super motivated um, all of us collective as a team
1: so although you should be enjoying this moment early thoughts about your opposition in the final in Birmingham which we now know will be the London Lions
4: oh that should be a good one um, yeah they're a great team obviously um, we just want to go out there compete and make it a game
1: so congratulations Ashley and we'll see you in Birmingham
4: oh, awesome thank you thanks for being here
1: <laughs> so we've just finished the WBBL semi-final up here at Loughborough is coming away with a great win 83 to 69 I'm here with winning coach Krumas Patel so first thing to say Krumas well done and congratulations how did you see the game
3: thank you oh it was a great game I thought Essex were excellent excellent they shot the ball well Tom Sadler did a great job of having them prepared in different ways. They did some different things, playing the small ball, and they shot it well. You know, I looked at the stat sheet going into the fourth, and it was 56%. So credit to Essex, man. They pushed us all the way, and it forced us into areas we haven't been for a while, and our team responded really well. So it was nice to see from the girls react.
1: End of the third, it was a 59-57 game. You won that final quarter, 24-12. What was the difference in that fourth quarter, Kremesh?
3: Well, we, we, were, we kept talking about defense all the way through. We're a better defensive team and we know that. And we were slipping in areas and they were playing smaller. So we weren't used to that. And then they made some shots. And then we locked in a little bit more. And I think we took away the three-point shoe and go into that fourth quarter. And with that three-point shoe Essex were going to struggle a little bit. And that worked in our favor. If they continued to shoot the three, it would have been a two-point game going into the last four few minutes. But we did a great job. And the girls are locked in. Not once did they react in a negative way. They were trying to find solutions. They tried to support each other. And we just challenged them to be a little bit better. The defensive stops allowed us to run and it us in a good position any players you'd like to particularly single out from uh, the riders i think emma fee and fiona were excellent today you know emma fee changed the game you know she was physical she made right on the rim she was tough and fiona carries in the first half she's got a flu that's why she was in and out of the game and then when the game was going we left her out but she was tremendous in the first half and then hannah rob doing all the little things two diving plays making a three and then you know Ken and Ali trying to steady the ship, you know, as the guard. So, no, it was great. But Emma Fee and Fiona, excellent today.
1: Should always enjoy the moment. But we can't help but look ahead to the final in January. We do know it will definitely be London Lions. They won earlier this evening. Early
3: thoughts about that? Exciting. We play them earlier in the year. And the girls are excited to play them. They want to challenge against the best. They want to see what they can do. And this team thinks they can take them. You know, so we have to be really good on the day. And we've got to hope London's not the best. You know, that's the reality where we're at. But this group of girls will look forward to the challenge of that. So can we sharpen up our defence a little bit of our offence, get a little bit healthier, get rid of the sicknesses and see how he goes into the cup final. So
1: well done, Krumash. Great performance from the team uh, this evening. And best of luck for the final.
3: Thank you very much and thanks for coming. I really appreciate you
5: coming down and showing the support. I'm Evan Walsh of the Leicester Riders. Here's your Christmas cracker joke. Why didn't Mary and Joseph make it to Bethlehem? All the Virgin flights were cancelled.
0: So there we have it. The women signed, sealed, delivered. There in Birmingham, woohoo! Yeah, great, great result for the club and the program. The riders, you know, we are one club, as the hashtag once was. Um, and so- also, also, it proves, I think,
1: proves Krumesh's, the power of the Christmas jumpers. Um, his theory, psychological theory, in relation to wearing positive christmas jumpers seems to be
0: working yeah absolutely it was a he did threaten that it was to be his best one yet and it is one that i did enjoy i think it was a a little it looked like an among us character for anyone who knows what that is doing no it a, doing a dab for anyone that knows what that is no idea uh wearing your little christmas hat okay so yeah fantastic jumper choice from crew mesh which led to a fantastic win for the whole team <laughs>
1: So, kind of, the selfish man that you know me to be, you know, I thought, well, that's that's half the job done. What I mean by that, you know, Leicester Riders is in my blood, so women's team were there, they'd done that, they'd, they'd held up their part of the deal. So then I was just desperate for the men to kind of... Um, um, to do the same, really get the same result, um, and because the symmetry that would provide and the excitement for our podcast. So I was just really thinking about the our podcast outcome, really.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So um, let's
1: talk about that to the men's then.
0: Yeah, to the men. Obviously, a very very busy Christmas period. Yeah. For the, for the men, Rob will touch on that in in, in our weekly catch up or your weekly catch up with Rob. Obviously, uh, we were up in Newcastle on the very easy bus journey to Newcastle Friday, Wednesday, obviously like yesterday, as it was, uh, we hosted Caledonia Friday tomorrow. As it is, we're traveling up to Manchester on the 27th. We host London lions. I think on the 30th, we host the Surrey Scorchers and only after that can we celebrate the new year. So lots of basketball very quickly for the riders. We know it's a, it's a camp that's currently struggling with illness. Um, and Connor's still struggling with his back a little bit. It was nice to see him dress yesterday, so hopefully that's signs of improvement. Um, didn't actually get on the court, but warmed up, and that's I guess a, a forward step. But just because it's so it feels so heavy, we've got so many games at the moment. Let's lighten the mood and pull let's, another cracker. Okay, let's do that.
2: Hi, I'm Darren Nelson Henry of the Leicester Riders, and here is your Christmas
6: cracker joke. What? Is every parent's favourite Christmas carol? Silent Night.
0: So obviously a little cracker to lighten the mood uh, once again. I, I think the standard of jokes, if anything, is is improving from the crackers. Um, you must have got them on a great deal. Um, anyway, um, in the last training session before the Wednesday game, you, you did stop by. Um, you were able to catch up with Coach Rob. He was able to discuss uh, a little bit about Newcastle, yes, dealing with playing a lot of games in a short period of time with a Christmas, uh-huh. and of course looking forward to the Caledonia game. We now we've been it's it's been Sunday, um, and I guess in honor of the Daleks and the Time Lord, we've moved forward in time, um, and, and we're now move, heading to Wednesday, um, and we've got a big. BBL Cup semi-final on the horizon and we're looking to host the Caledonia Gladiators a team that we've gone back and forth with this season so far so anyway yeah you were able to speak to Rob and get a few thoughts pre-game
1: Currently 10-4, second in the league, looking up. Um, just talk to us a little bit about the, the win on Friday up at Newcastle. I guess when I ask that, I guess thinking the word that springs to mind is a, a great win and the word is adversity to get that win. Um, talk to us a little bit about the performance.
6: Yeah, I mean, first off, we, we, we knew we weren't going to have Kimball. Uh, you know, he came down, and was very ill, um, so we knew that that was going to be a problem, especially with Connor being down, you know. So now we're a little light in the backcourt, and then the bus journey was tough. Um, you know, obviously been through a lot of these journeys over the years, and oh, but we were outside of Sheffield, and we didn't move for a long time. And um, it's so no fortunate for us we were able to get through it and then get there at uh, 7 o'clock, 7.05. Um, so, um, you know, we started the game at 8 which was very important. Uh, I think that uh, there's been times in the past in this league where you know they may try to force you to, to go a little earlier. You got to give these guys a proper rest. so sorry, proper stretch after being on the bus that long. but, um, but yeah, and I also thought that they were a team that's playing better and you know um, obviously with the rivalry they were going to be up for it, so it was a great start. No question about it, right? We were in a, a really good position at halftime. I was a bit concerned in the third quarter, uh, you know, with the way our bodies looked. I thought, to them, you know, we looked a little fatigued, and I thought they took advantage of that with a lot of like loose balls and offensive rebounds. And then Hamlet, you know, I have to give him credit. He went wild. He's a very difficult guy to guard, 20 points in the second half, but with that being said, um, you know, we made the right plays down the stretch the last two minutes of the game. It wasn't ideal to, to give up the lead, but um, you love when your team who gives up a lead is able to really gather themselves and make the correct plays down the stretch. I thought Evan Walsh uh, really gave us the lift. We we're missing the guard in Kimball. He came in, did some stuff. We knew that about him, that he'll be ready to go. His attitude has been fantastic this year. Uh, he's a guy that is well liked by his teammates and well respected, so I I think we see we'll see more of that from him this year so good win
1: absolutely and again and a, a shout out for evan uh, i think you spoke spoke about so we are in christmas time a really busy busy time just just before we perhaps review the game games how easy when it's such a congested time access to training facilities diet training
6: yeah it's uh it's disappointing to have a schedule like that around christmas not gonna lie about it it's very disappointing i think you get to that point and um yeah maybe one or two but to be playing 21 23 27 and 30 that's uh, a real real challenge and you know like you said it's a real challenge uh you know off the court you know you want to make sure guys are able to spend time with their families and do things that everyone else is doing and i think it's a challenge when you're in a household when Christmas really hasn't started for you, but it started for other people in the household, that's a big challenge. And I think that um, that's, you know, never mind the fact that the games are going to be tough and never mind the fact that we're playing in such a short period of time, but um, you're also battling the elements of, uh, of Christmas cheer, right? And, um, you know, it's going to be a, a tough, tough thing. So we'll have to just go one, at a, one game at a time. I've tried my best not to even think about it um, and just go one game at a time. And uh, see where we are. But, uh, you know, as a basketball player for a long time in Europe, um, man, that Christmas break seems to come at the right time for players. And it's disappointing that, um, you know, we're playing so many games. If everybody was playing this many games, then maybe it's a little different. But they're not. And I think that um, that's something that the league needs to look at. I think it's something that... um, you know, the fairness of the schedule. I don't think that, um, you know, the BBL do have done over the years the best job of keeping it as fair as possible. Teams play different types of schedules, and I think that's a challenge they're going to have to look at.
1: So if we can just spend a little bit of time reviewing what's coming up. then obviously, we're talking just before the big semi-final against Caledonia. What do we have to do well to come out successful? with that game Rob.
6: well we have to have energy and i think that's my biggest concern going into the game is um we have a sickness bug that is traveling through the team rapidly and um you know we've had a lot of guys miss training so we're hoping that they get here tomorrow night and they feel feel much better i think if you live in leicester or less sure i think you know i think you know a lot, i think you know other people that have this sickness whatever it is it is going around you talk to people so I think the energy is going to be important for us. We're have? You know, we going to have to have that energy Take care of the basketball. you have got to take care of the ball. You turn the ball over against them, they're going to get a good shot. You know that, as, unless you throw it into the seats. I'd ready, rather you throw it up into the seats than a live ball turnover. Second chance points, they're tied for first in the league and second chance points, so those rebounds, you got to make sure you don't give them those extra opportunities. And then, you know, you got to have that kind of um, – uh, how shall we say? Uh, you got to come up. You got to rise to the occasion in these games. You know, it's always the type of game where you need to rise to the occasions, The finals on the line. Uh, so I think both teams know each other very well, and I think both teams will come in with confidence. You know, I think when when we spoke about their team, we said, you know, looking back at last game, they'll play better than that. I thought it was a really off night for them just like it was kind of an off night for us up there, uh, especially the second one. So I do think that somewhere in the middle it will happen, and I think, you know, we're set up for a really good game.
1: Okay, and then we kind of win or lose, no time to really reflect on that because, we, as we know, we're on the road, Manchester Friday, uh, the Giants. Oh, how's and the
6: traffic going to be that day? What do you think?
1: Friday night, motorways. On
6: the 23rd of December? <laughs> So we'll probably leave here at 6 a.m., um, and hopefully we can get there. But, um, yeah, man, the 23rd, that is uh, that is tight. Obviously, it's a Sky game. It's a Friday night. Uh, the Giants are a team that hasn't played that often lately, so they'll be rested and ready to go. And, yeah, you know, going to have to um, use a lot of the team. It's going to be a, a stretch where, you know, uh, everybody's going to have to contribute. You know, maybe – Wednesday's not your night, but Friday could be. So you have to make sure that you're ready to go, and we have to make sure that um, we have the belief in all the players.
1: And then it's Christmas, and that's why I was interested about diet, drink, relaxing, because we've got one hell of a big game on the 27th against the Lions. Any comments you'd like about that game, Rob? Uh,
6: That's far away. I mean, I watched them last night, and um, they were down players. Uh, No Soko, uh, no Nelson. And um, you know, obviously, Taylor came in for Best because they had to make a they make a change there with the, with the imports. But um, they look good, you know, no question about it. They look big, strong, and I think when you catch them on a time where they're not playing in Europe, first game of the year, Christmas. Um, you know, that's the time when you probably don't want them, you know, I mean, you probably want them to be playing in Paris on Wednesday and you get them Friday. So it is what it is. We know that it'll be a tough game. We know there'll be a big crowd in here uh, for that game and we're going to need that. I think that's the night where we're going to really need the energy from the crowd uh, to get us going. Um, You know, uh, it's going to be hard practicing around that time, obviously, but um, you know, we'll do everything we can to get ready to go and play a really good team.
1: Okay, then just to say, big semi-final, cup semi-final against Caledonia. Best to look We're really rooting for you, Rob.
6: Awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. I think um, you know, no matter how many finals you've been to, uh, no matter uh, you know how many opportunities you have, you got to grab them. You got to grab them with both hands. You know, I think when you get to this point, you got to leave it all on the floor, and I hope we'll do that. Thanks a lot, Rob. Thanks, bud.
0: So obviously, the thoughts of, of Rob pre-game. Um, Going into the Caledonia game, we know it's going to be a tough game. Um, sickness still ravaging the camp. I think Kimball hadn't trained and had, obviously didn't play in Newcastle. Derek struggling, Zach struggling. I think Evan and Blake have had it. Um, lots of players affected, some not trained and whatnot. Yeah, real, real ravaged squad at this point. Absolutely. Yeah, You're you beginning to make me feel a little bit down. A bit of Christmas
1: blues are creeping in, Greg. So, uh you know what I suggest we do for the final time. What's that? And we trailed it early. Bring on the VVIP the Christmas v- cracker joke. Yeah, this one this cracker is lined in gold. Absolutely. So let's let's uh let's play this one out.
4: Hi, I'm Ursula Routledge, aka Mrs. Lester Riders, and here's your Christmas cracker joke. I got a Christmas card full of rice in the post today. I think it was from my Uncle Ben.
0: So it's game time on Wednesday. We're feeling good after a, a, after our latest cracker. It's game time on Wednesday. Up the ball goes, tip-off yes. in our BBL Cup semi-final. And what a blistering start it was from the Riders.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I was nervous. I was anxious. I, I, I can't lie because what I knew was the state of the health of some of the players. And I thought that first quarter, and, and Derek hitting an early three as well, I think it was something like a thirty to thirteen, if something like that. In that board, exactly like, that was it. Yeah, okay, thirty right. to
0: 13 first quarter for okay. the riders.
1: so we came out of the blocks very fast. I thought uh, and established established uh, a lead that I don't think we ever gave up.
0: No, and I think what was really important for the riders on Wednesday, we obviously we knew, you know the. Players hadn't trained ill, etc. That it was going to be a tough game, made even tougher by the fact that Caledonia are a good team. And when you're in those situations, starting well feels critically important. And boy, did we start well! Absolutely, all systems firing. Thirty-one points is fantastic. Only conceding thirteen at the same time—truly, truly incredible. Um, yes. Great start from the riders out the blocks fast. Um, and I guess really put some pressure onto Caledonia early in the game. However, you know, however, Cal- Cal- Caledonia they yes. weren't they weren't just going to let us have it. Unfortunately, no, a bit unkind of them, really. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they started to reel us back in um, during the second quarter, um, uh-huh. and it felt like, and you know, knowing what I knew, oh, maybe maybe we've you know we've 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 run out a little bit of steam. Yes, um, and it felt like they were coming and they were coming a little bit.
1: But but as usual, Riders Bench came in, gave us great, great contributions. I thought Nimble Kimble, excellent, as usual. Yeah, he's really uh, playing well this yeah, season. Yeah, Evan Walsh came yeah, in. The light
0: bulb, fantastic. <laughs>
1: Off the bench. Knocked down a couple of shots, played tough. And um, I thought um, Aaron Menzies again. Um, really did some nice work
0: in and around the basket. Yeah, nine points, ten rebounds for Aaron. Nearly a double-double performance off the bench, and that depth really helped the Riders. They finished the second quarter so strong to make sure that they they drew the second quarter after you know you know falling behind a bit in that second quarter, not in the overall game, of course. Uh, meaning that in the, going into halftime, it was we still had momentum. It felt. Still felt really positive in the arena and great energy from the crowd, um, as always. Moving into the third quarter then, as the games often do. do yeah. Yeah. Um, once again, it felt similar uh, sort of thing. Uh, Caledonia sort of starting to maybe reel us back in a little bit. We'd had our run, they were having theirs. But once again, the riders don't quit. They don't give up and pushed and pressed ahead with a fantastic fourth quarter 23 12 fourth quarter from you riders yes men that riders not just took a win i think took a statement win 89 68 versus the caledonia Gladiators, as a side that we know is stack full of talent a 21 point win without everyone feeling fit and healthy and one 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 thing i've heard about our team actually from from a player i think it was but you know i'm not going to name drop them um was that this team's got heart, and they really showed that on Wednesday in the circumstances that they were dealing with to dig out that kind of performance to get through to a and and we take this for granted, another cup final. Oh, actually, I don't take it for granted. I love it each and every time. Fantastic effort from the guys.
1: Absolutely, Um it was going to say that fourth quarter close out really uh, to the game did feel like we was always in control of the game um, mean mean that we're we're, we're at Birmingham um, playing against um team currently sat in the first position the London Lions mm-hmm. so something plenty to look forward to so um, final score uh, from last night remind me what that was Craig 89-68 89 Eighty nine six they only scored 68 points that speaks to how good defence uh, we were playing yeah
0: up. in the first quarter we only gave up 13 points yeah. and we thought that was great until yes. we only allowed 12 in the fourth yes so that's us
1: um, done I think or Babbled on about that last night's game. So let's let's uh, pick up on some of the uh, the sounds uh, from the conclusion of the game. So we're gonna. I managed to grab Evan Walsh. Quick reflection. So we'll play out his his particular thoughts about the game.
0: And uh, not not you know not. You know, only speaking to one VVIP this week. You decided to grab a a member of the leadership team as well.
1: Leadership team, yeah. So then we'll play out uh, a quick, uh, quick conversation with Russell. So let's let's play out both of those first. So I'm just with Evan Walsh at the completion of the BBL Cup semi-final. Riders have punched their ticket to the final. Uh, Great performance, team performance, but one of those stars who significantly contributed, Evan Walsh. What was your feeling for the game for tonight, Evan?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's great to get out on the floor again um, against a tough Caledonia team. Uh, We love playing at home, though. I mean, the crowd are great. Uh, We love the vibes that they bring every day, every time we're in here. Um, And the guys just feed off the energy, you know, Uh, and we definitely needed it. We needed that 12th, 11th man. Uh, with the stands and the people in the crowd um, and we felt it and it definitely got us over the line I mean a strong performance like that to win by 21 points to a tough uh, Catalonia team um, it, t- it says a lot about our team uh, one through one through ten one through 11 we're all ready to go so yeah great win and uh, good to get to Birmingham again I mean when you play for the riders you want to make the finals and that's always our goal and we deserve to be there so it's great to to have that now on the on the calendar
1: and how much confidence are you playing with you Contributed significantly up in Newcastle. Again, great contribution tonight. How much confidence are you playing with Evan currently?
5: I mean, I think uh, first of all, give credit to my teammates. I mean, I can't, I can't go out there and do what I do without them. Um, but you know that bit, that confidence builds every day in practice, uh, whether I see the court or not. Uh, I'm an individual that's always going to be ready. Um, but obviously, it's even greater to do it on a game day and in front of the fans and everybody. Um, and credit to the coaching staff. I mean, when my number's called, I feel like I'm ready and uh, I'm just glad that they call it. So we
1: know we're facing off against first-placed London Lions in the league. Early thoughts around facing them again?
5: Well, I mean, we're the reigning champs, so I think uh, they, they've they got a. A tough game on their hands with us, you know. Um, but that doesn't take away them. I mean, they're a very, very good team. I mean, with the adjo- uh, addition of Jordan Taylor and uh, all the weapons they have, I mean, they're a strong team. But um, we know where where we are where our strengths are at, and uh, we're confident. And uh, we want to play in the big games. We and we know that we have to beat the best teams to win the trophies. And uh, yeah, we're ready to do it. Great game tonight, Evan. Well done, and congratulations in being the BBL Cup final. Thank you, thank you. We'll see you in Birmingham, guys. Rider up.
1: So I'm just caught side with managing director R- Russell Levenston Russell, another Birmingham big final. Great performance tonight by the guys. What does it mean for the club?
4: It's huge for the club. Uh, uh, this one's a special one for us because it was one of the first ones we won in 2013 and um, it's huge. Going to Birmingham, the first cup uh, final um, and uh, obviously we're going to be not just the men's team but also the women's team. That's massive for our programme and our team and our club. Um, it's great to have both the men's and women's team in the final um, on that January time. Uh, it's always a great final at Birmingham, um, a big crowd, and I already know that they're already expecting nearly 10,000 there, so it'll be a great final for both the men's and the women's league.
1: Me and Aunt Ro did the commentary, we did shout out to the women's programme as well and I think that's really important to remember then and what a great job Krumesh Patel is doing with that, with that team. Um, just
4: final question then really, are we okay for a couple of tickets? <laughs> Obviously, uh, you, you're media now, so you get media passes, right, for that, for, that, for that type of final. So we look forward to seeing you down there uh, and uh, hopefully giving uh, some uh, behind-the-scenes uh, action to uh, everyone on the podcast. But great job. Keep up the great work, and uh, thank you. Thank you, Russell, for stopping by. Appreciate it. Great job tonight. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you.
1: So there was Russell, um, I think, Henny's comments. And it was good that he mentioned, and we're getting a a nice circle developing here, he mentioned the the performance and the result of the WBBL team and the importance that that that, that team has within the Leicester family. And and of course you hear me um, on there doing what I do, hustling for tickets. Hustling for tickets. Hustling for tickets. I have no shame.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I've already been offered tickets on the black market. The black market? Yeah, the first person in the queue yesterday getting tickets apparently bought 14. 14? 14 tickets, so they're a hot seller. And yeah, I was offered to purchase some at at double face value. Blimey. They're already already flying off the shelves. So make sure you do grab your tickets. It'd be great to have you with us in Birmingham for both the women's and the men's teams as we take on the London Lions. And the London Lions yes. um, in Birmingham, so would be great to get behind both sides um, as, we, as we you know look to go and get victory um, in both of them and re- reclaim one trophy or cup and try and win another. Make sure that you head to that riders B ball to get your tickets
1: okay, but we're kind of uh, we need to uh, finish um, our kind of reflections on the, this famous win uh, from last night by handing over. To coach Rob for some of his concluding thoughts about that performance, just grab coach Paternostro after that, I think it was a sterling performance, impressive performance because I think we talked about it, a little worried about sickness within the camp, and I thought they just performed brilliantly. But that's my thoughts. What's your thoughts, Coach? Yeah,
6: same. I, I, again, it was, it was touch and go coming in tonight. Who's going to be out on the court? Derek was really struggling. Uh, he was one that worried about it. I thought he gave us some minutes tonight that we needed. Kimball's coming off his sickness. I thought he gave us minutes that we needed. Zach Jackson, missed practice last couple of days. He, um, you know, gave a Zach Jackson performance. So, look, Abderian uh, struggling a little bit, too. So, you know, for me, um, these are the games you want to play in. And you've got to find a way to get out there and get it done. And, and tonight we did.
1: Absolutely. And we know the finalists is going to be first versus second, London Lions versus. But we are the current cup holders. Um, who do you see as being the uh, David and the Goliath in this matchup?
6: <laughs> it's funny. I just said it in another interview that... Um, We're the underdog, right? So it's been a long time um, for us on that. You know, usually we head into these finals as favorites. um, But, um, yeah, we'll be the underdog. They're good. Boy, watching them the other night and how they're, you know, forming as a team, they're tough, they're big. So, yeah, it's a monumental uh, task for us. We know that. Um, We get a chance to play them on the 27th, uh, get a look at them then. But um, all in all, it should be a great day. I mean, that final last year was awesome. It was fun. Uh, And I think all the guys were Looking forward to that coming into the game tonight, especially the guys that had been there before.
1: Absolutely. And just flipping back to this semifinal, again, there's great contributions from a number of sources. Speak to me about how good Evan Walsh was and also Aaron Menzies, I thought, did yeah. a great job.
6: Yeah, Aaron, you know, listen, he's not some low post scorer that's going to go out there and make post moves all day. That's not what he does. But what he does is set great screens. He gets every defensive rebound in his area. And he can be tough around the hoop at times. And I thought today he did a really good job. I also think defensively in the pick and roll, he was good. His arms were big. And, you know, so I've been very happy with his performance. He's different um, than, you know, what we had before. Obviously, Moe's that low post scorer, but um, he makes a contribution in my mind every game.
1: Absolutely. So that's this one in the back and we're on the road Friday. But let's, let's, let's not talk about it. We've talked about that previously. So really, Rob, I'll see you Friday up in Manchester, hoping to get up there, give you some support. And really just to say thank you for all your time this year and a very happy Christmas.
6: Yeah, happy Christmas to everybody. I think it's this podcast is uh, flying up the charts. Um, but, um, you know, I enjoy it and I think it's a long time coming that we have a podcast like this. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, and um, we appreciate all the support because we have such loyal fans that um, you know we reward them with another trip to the final. So it should be fun. Very much appreciated those comments, Rob. Go Riders! Thank you.
0: Obviously, the the thoughts post game of Rob um, a fantastic. Uh, finish to the game and a great atmosphere around uh, around the arena. Um, everyone feeling great and positive. It's always nice to get to a final. We absolutely don't take it for granted. Um, we've been to a few now and we enjoy it each and every time and ultimately you never know when the next one's going to come. So, always great to take a, a, an advantage of it. What might be slightly different or feels a little bit new for us, as Rob mentioned it, is we're, prob- we're going to actually probably both of these finals, both men's and women's, as the underdogs against mm. the London Lions. Yes. But just going back to one thing that Evan said and one thing that he he mentioned, we are certainly on the men's side, still the reigning cup champions. We are. And we ain't giving that cup up for free.
1: Not likely, no. It's kind of, um, you know, it's up for Lions. They've got to come and take it from us. We're the current holders. They've got to come up play very well uh, to grab that trophy.
0: Yeah, we're going to be a tough team and a tough, a tough team to beat. Yeah. Uh, going back to what we said, they might have the money, but we've got the heart.
1: Absolutely. So really, uh, both teams, women's and men's, um, in the national cup final at Birmingham which I think it it
0: warrants um yeah fantastic for the for the club for for both to make it there
1: yeah so um, really then uh, let's let's begin to wrap up now Um, so um, this will be the uh, the final podcast of uh, 2022 I think. Uh, we'll have to have a look when, we, when we're going to publish the next one. It'll be in the new year, I think. Um, we yeah. should have done that as part of the planning uh, when our yeah. next one will be published.
0: I suppose but we could do one next week. You never know. There we'd... might be one next week.
1: Okay, you, you're teasing S- that. Stay, okay. stay switched in. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll look at our diaries and check that out. Um, but, of course, uh, for this first half of this year, thank you, everybody, for listening uh, and... Uh, their comments uh, on Twitter and at the Games. Always very welcome. Do please come along, have a chat, say hello. Absolutely uh, do. It's good to hear from you. I need to get more sounds from supporters into our podcast. So we we'll kind of make that trying an emphasis um, for the new year. Yeah, that's your first uh, resolution already. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And um, to, to ensure that you never miss an edition of the podcast you just got to make sure you subscribe, wherever yeah. you listen to it.
0: Yeah, so wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be Apple, Spotify, wherever yeah, it may yeah, be, yeah, yeah. you can take the appropriate button, subscribe. You can even set notifications, so you'll get alerts when the net one. The next one is up and available, meaning that you'll be one of the first people to listen to the new podcast each and every week.
1: Yeah, so finally then, just to say, wish everybody a happy Christmas. Don't drink too much, eat too much. Take in all the Riders games, get
0: tickets in the usual places and have a great, great time. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Remember, you can stay locked into all things Riders on your socials at Riders b That The socials work 365 days a year.
1: OK, so now we're going to end today's podcast. Podcast a little differently, normally at this time, we'd then play our jaunty that's how I think about our jaunty kind of entry and exit music, but we aren't going to do that for this edition, and that's because we' had heard um, some sad news in the last forty eight hours about the loss of one of our big supporters, one Tim greenfield so Tim was someone that I knew and many many of us known for some twenty twenty-five years. He was around the club during that time as a as a volunteer. Him, Alan, and Chris actually won the BBL Volunteer of the War uh, of the Year Award. Um, awarded that down at the O2 Arena. They were, not only was he a <coughs> excuse me, a volunteer, he was an organizer of race nights, sold game ta- game tickets. And dear, uh, he often pretended to help us move those big, heavy bleachers that we had to, that the group of us had to manually move around at the end of the games for a number of years. Um, Tim was a long-time supporter of the club. Um, I knew him at Granby Halls and when we moved to Loughborough University and then back to John's Sanford and finally making it to the Morningside Arena. Tim was someone with a, an incredibly sharp wit and sense of humour and, and a man of generous disposition, always keen to pay for the coffees uh, and things like that. We know kind of lastly that he had been struggling with his health and it was a heavy heart that we heard um, earlier this week of the passing of him. I would just like to really conclude today's edition by saying, Tim... You will be much missed and simply to say thank you.